Hi, I'm Meredith. Hi, I'm Joseph, and you are listening to Are You Waiting for Permission? It's a podcast for those who don't want to wait any longer. <sighs> Hi, Joseph Bennett. Oh my goodness, it's you, Meredith Brandi. <laughs> no, it's you, Joseph Bennett. You're the one that's here bringing all this magic and merriment to our lives. Thank you, thank you. Well, I would say that you're also, I love that word merriment. Oh, me too. It's a good you word. You could be Meredith Merriment. I could be Meredith Merriment Grundi. It doesn't roll okay. very well. You could be Joseph Bennett Merriment. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Oh my gosh. Speaking of merriment, mm-hmm. and our guest today, our listeners should freaking be paying for this to have the wisdom and wit and beauty of this guest. I'm excited for our guest. I think if people are driving right now, they should pull over. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Safely. While they're pull listening. Over. Yeah. Safely. Like not on a highway. Or, you know, yeah, just find a place <laughs> to pull over and put your feet up and open right. a window. Even if it's raining, open the window. Oh, rain is poetry. Rain is poetry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want me to introduce her? I think so. Or we could just keep talking about rain and pulling over to the side of the road and, and other random non sequiturs. Yeah. And our <laughs> listeners are like, wow. What's wow, happening? This is interesting. This is crazy yeah. happening. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try to introduce our guest and um, pronounce her last name correctly. She is Davina Ferreira, is an author, speaker, and entrepreneur, founder of Alegria Media and Publishing. Alegria means happiness in English. It connects the world with Latinx books and magazines. The Alegria Bilingual platform includes Alegria Bilingual Magazine, a quarterly print and digital vehicle, Alegria Mobile Bookstore, yay! A traveling bookmobile that brings the joy of reading to younger generations in their own neighborhoods. Alegria Publishing, a self-publishing platform, focuses on bringing more representation to Latinx poets and writers. Alegria is dedicated to empowering and enriching the Latinx community in the United States by highlighting the stories and contributions of outstanding Latinx women and men whose remarkable achievements have historically been overlooked or underrepresented. Its mission is to transform the public's perception of the beauty and strength of the Latinx experience and culture. Davina was born in Miami, but grew up in Colombia. She is the quintessential symbol of the immigrant's American dream. She received a BA in fine arts from UC Irvine and worked as an actress at the Bilingual Foundation. She later um, attended the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts in London. She studied journalism. And she received the Rising Star Award given to an entrepreneur under 35 by the prestigious National Latina Business Women's Association. She's a sought-after speaker with a passion to inspire others to succeed as entrepreneurs. This year, she has just returned from speaking at Harvard's Latina Lead Conference and Google's Women's Summit. In her free time, she volunteers bringing wellness programs through creative writing, yoga, and meditation, and mental health awareness for at-risk youth in Los Angeles. Wow, wow, wow. That's the edited version. That's her bio is like <laughs> twice as long as that. You wow. are amazing and welcome, welcome. Oh, she's also my friend. So welcome, oh. my friend. Oh, thank you so much. It is a pleasure to see you and listen to you. And it is a pleasure to meet you. 
uh, Meredith, and being here uh, with people I admire. I obviously am a fan of both of your work. I recently watched uh, the beautiful Out of the Blue mm -hmm. uh, musical, so I know you were involved in that, and you all did a wonderful job. So thank you so much for having me. Mm, thank you. Thank you for being here. It's such a delight to get to know you and meet you. Thank you. So when I was reading and researching your work, my dear, the part that most resonated with me was, believe it or not, your bookmobile. Because I was of the generation that actually benefited from having a bookmobile in Wilmington, Delaware. And I would go there religiously every week and get an armful of books. And it was a life changer. I have become a lifelong reader probably because of that. And I'm wondering if you can talk to us about your work, how it gets funded, and what your motivation is. Yes, you know, this, this mobile, <laughs> this bookstore has been quite a joy in my life and very unexpected as well because it was one of those things that pre-pandemic, actually it was 2018 when literally I woke up one day and it happens to me that, you know, these ideas come to me during my walks or meditations. I love my solo time. I think that's where I get a lot of these ideas that channeled, you know, from the universe and choose us. Um, and honestly, I was like, I need, I told my husband, I was like, I need uh, to have like a van and I'm going to share my love for reading <laughs> with people. You know, I want to share the books I grew up reading in Latin America. I love like, you know, Gabriel Garcia Marquez and all these beautiful literature that maybe they don't get so much exposure, you know, in like underserved areas. And he's like, what are you talking about? You know, like, <laughs> with all my ideas. I'm like, okay, you know what? It's going to take me too long to explain to you. See you later. And I literally went to a neighborhood in Los Angeles with my brother. And I'm like, listen, I need an old van uh, that I can afford and I'm going to make it really pretty and da, la, 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 right? And he's like, okay, let's go. So that was the idea. I literally got a really old van that I curated and made, you know, did the whole, you know, uh, painting job. You know, I got people to do that. And then I curated the inside with recycled materials from all of our events, you know, before... I used to host a lot of events with the magazine. So, you know, we had like this whole um, storage with recycled materials that we use for this. And I literally went inside and curated um, the inside to be Instagrammable and, you know, colorful because, you know, the name of our brand is Alegría, so joy. And, and literally that's how it started. No expectations. I don't have kids, so I didn't know it was like going to be a hit with kids in schools or anything like that. And it just became this beautiful project that to this day, I always say like, is incredible. I, every time I, I take the bookstore out is like the connections, the conversations, the one-on-ones you have with people and connecting to books and creativity, I think is something that brings me so much joy to this day and is priceless. So um, this small bookstore definitely does that. Mm. Can I, there's two things that you said in that story, which is thank you so much for sharing that journey with us. Two things that you, you, well, one thing you didn't say, but you did, you just took action. You're like, I'm just going to go do this. And then the second thing that I loved is you said with no expectation. I feel mm. like sometimes that's where so many people 
they they have so much expectation for outcome that they forget about the journey. And it sounded like you just led with heart and you you went step by step in the journey itself with no expectation. And then you were able to build something bigger and beautiful than what you had imagined. Yes, I I, I would say I am a creator and entrepreneur that leads with the heart. Mm -hmm. And it's always been with me. It's, it's a gift I can say I have. Um, with that being said, I am that person that literally has an idea and it's able. People tell me like, oh, my God, you said something about the bookstore. Two weeks later, you had the mall bookstore <laughs> outside. <laughs> with that being said, um, also, you know, we have those strengths and sometimes weaknesses and sometimes you know, I lack the strategy, right? It's like, you know, sometimes people are more creative <laughs> and the other people are more strategic, right? Like mm -hmm. they, there are people that maybe would be like, before I open this small bookstore, I have to have a strategy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fund it, you know, which is such also a very helpful part, you know, which sometimes <laughs> I lack, you know? <laughs> so of course, when you say, how do you fund it? You know, I fund it, you know? And later on, I, in, you know, incorporated as a nonprofit actually just now. Um, mm -hmm. But like I sometimes I, <laughs> I forget the details of real life because I do lead with the heart. Um, and I literally just just feel it from, you know, from my soul. And then all these real life details come into play. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I get it. <laughs> You know, oh, that is I, that is I, so funny. I really funny. get yeah. that. I do too. You can have an idea and begin to go with it, and then figure it out as you go along. Mm -hmm. Like that's uh, what I'm learning about your process. And many of us, we do the opposite, which could be a little bit paralyzing. We want to figure it all out before we get started. So I really appreciate your process. And look at what's happened. You know, you're bringing literature to communities that may have not valued literature previously because they didn't know what they didn't know. They didn't know what they were missing. No. Yes. And quite honestly, I think what I've learned from this experience in particular is that there is so much beauty in trusting the universe, you know, higher self, higher power, however you want to call it, that, you know, when it comes from a good place of love and a soulful heart place, beautiful things happened and i can tell you like literally from all the people all the schools everyone i've been able to connect with to sell my own books because i tell you i sell more of my own books through my bookstore than e-commerce than <laughs> online because people really mm. love the experience right of being in this beautiful bookstore and taking their photo and you know the conversations and they meet new people but also, you know, it's been so incredible uh, for my business because literally the people that meet kind of the brand of Alegria through the mobile bookstore, they fall in love with the brand just through that initiative. So I feel like it's been filled with blessings also for my business, which obviously was not my intention. Um, but it even got us on like Oprah magazine, which was also not the reason I was doing things. So I think the lesson in this for me is, is really to trust that that beautiful place that we all have, where we have these very soulful ideas and the universe will surprise us. Mm, if we give ourselves permission to follow. Yes. Them. Yeah. Yes. So you are a leader in that. And thank you for that, because we all have these inspired ideas, right? We all have these soulful, heart-centered places. 
And then sometimes, right, Meredith, we just respond with a no, or I don't want to do that, or I'm too scared. Right. Or, yeah, or, yeah, the negative self-talk. And also, if you allow yourself to get wrapped up in the conversation that's happening in community, sometimes other people who've had the no's will be naysayers, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, too, it's also about who you surround yourself with. If you're surrounding yourself with people that are uh, positive, optimistic, uplifting, uh, who are there to support and move you forward and not pull you back, I feel is really important to recognize that as well in community. Who is that Absolutely. for you? Uh, for me, I would say that is the own Alegria community that um, we have built over the last 10 years. I think when I see the love and the response from our own community that is so young in so many aspects here in the U.S., I think that's a big motivator for me when I go to these schools to speak and and these younger people, especially in these times growing up with social media, really are thirsty to see new things and soulful things and connecting um, through positive things like creative writing, like the arts, like reading, like books, you know. So I think that is the community mm-hmm. that, that really gets me inspired and gives me so much of the inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'll say that sometimes, even if our friends and family, of course, mean well, like our close circle, sometimes they cannot even see our own vision. And, and I think that, that sometimes that is valid. So there is a part within ourselves that really has to also be, give ourselves the permission to really trust ourselves and trust that we have something beautiful to share even if those people in our lives maybe don't get um, the whole vision we have, you know? And then when they see it, they're like, oh my God, I get it, you know? Um, Mm. Because maybe something that in that particular moment in time has not been done um, and it's hard for people to imagine. So I think there's also the permission to really believe in yourself when maybe no one else uh, can really see your vision. I think it's important as well. What I'm noticing in this moment, my dear, is a couple of things. And one is, I can't imagine those children sitting in those assemblies, right? The school assemblies where they gather together and listen to you. And you are showing up as a Latina female who with confidence values and honors the written word and literature like that is miraculous right that doesn't happen that often and i would assume i have not been in those classrooms yet that that can be really life-changing for somebody you know to Mm -hmm. value poetry and the written word and being a woman with confidence latina so i am here and meredith is here to acknowledge you and the work you're doing so thank you Oh, thank you. Thank you for seeing it. <laughs> mm, thank you. Yes. Tell us about the book that's coming out next. Woohoo. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> by the way, so anytime that we invest in ourselves, I think it's, it's so powerful. And going to this writing retreat in San Miguel, which is a very magical place if you haven't been, I was going to, uh, you know, all of us, you know, in the, during the pandemic and these last years have been so transformational, right? And, and I 
do seem and I am a very um, joyful person. And, you know, my brand is called Alegria, no pressure. Um, <laughs> but of course, you know, like all of us, I've, I've had been through, you know, very difficult seasons in my life. And sometimes, especially in the world we live in right now, there is this um, trend, I guess, to everything being positive and this toxic positivity. Mm which is not realistic and also seeing um, that there is beauty even in our pain. And, and I think that's the, the beauty of poetry and art that you can transform darkness into light, pain into beauty and art. And so this next book explores heartbreak as a tool uh, for transformation. So it, I've been thinking about all the heartbreaks in my life, going back to when I was a child, right? So I'm not only speaking uh, in terms of our romantic relationships, um, all the times that we get heartbroken, you know, and by the way, it's not people making us uh, get heartbroken. I think sometimes we break our own hearts, mm -hmm. you know, with our own choices mm -hmm. and decisions. Um, so exploring heartbreak and all it can teach us and not being like a tyrant, but even like, actually being our friend in our own evolution. So I'm really excited, but definitely grab your Kleenex because <laughs> it's not all uh, beautiful romantic poems. It really, I'm allowing myself to go really deep into my own pain, my own heartbreak and seeing how that has been a great transformational um, spirit in my life, you know, mm. and I'm thankful for my heartbreaks because without them, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Beautiful. Oh, I can't wait to read it. Mm, thank, thank you. Thank you for your bravery and yeah, putting that forth because it's not something we often want to talk about. And I have never heard anyone mention that sometimes we break our own heart. Hmm. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed, because we, we take, you know, we make the decisions, right? Even we make the decision to be with someone, right? And and I think through the work that we all do spiritually and through therapy, um, you come to a realization, you know, also with age that, you know, we blame everybody, right? Before mm -hmm. we acknowledge our participation in our own suffering. So it's like, oh, it's my parents and my parents, you know, it was my ex, you know. Um, but the moment that you come to like, no, what is my role in my own heartbreak, right? Um, it, it is very revealing and beautiful, you know, to get to that truthful place within yourself. I love that. I really, uh, I really appreciate that perspective. Yes. What I'm noticing, Meredith, is that I'm really fucking lucky because I'm on this call with two women who have experienced a fair degree of pain and trauma and you have both transformed it into works of art mm -hmm. right with your works mm -hmm. of poetry with your memoir divina with nothing further meredith and what we don't know is how that might affect or serve or help heal other people so there's two types of people in the world and i'm sorry to make this division but pardon me i was just having this conversation with eli two weeks ago that all of us experience things in our lives, right? Some negative things in the context of this conversation. And we can just have that experience or there's those of us who take that and transform that into something artistic or creative or cathartic. And both of you 
are the latter. You're taking something and transforming it into something really creative and beautiful that is potentially transformative for others. So thank you for that, because you could have just sat with that stuff. Hmm. And instead, you're saying, how can I use this? How can I work with this? How can I have something be cathartic? So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Joseph. You as well, my friend. Oh, hello. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do for our listeners as well, right? Is to, yeah. is to give them permission to say, you know what? Life might not be a bowl of cherries. And what do you want to do with that? Yeah. Do you want to give yourself a yes? Do you want to give yourself a no? Do you want to give yourself a maybe? Well, I'm curious because we've brought this up before too, Joseph. And I would be very interested, uh, Davina, to hear your perspective on it too, which is, yes, for example, we're we're taking some of that pain or the trauma and we're putting it into our artwork but there's always this question coming from a not a gaping wound right so it's it's kind of it's a little bit of a closed wound like we've done our work through it on our own and now we're in this place i can speak for myself now i'm in this place where i feel that i can share it with the community because if you had asked me if i could have shared this story that i just did and created uh five or six years ago the answer would probably, I probably would not have been able to share the piece that I was able to share this past Ooh. month, right? So there's that work that, and I feel like it's that personal responsibility that you're talking about too, is noticing what, what, is, what is my role in it and how, what healing do I need to do so that I can, is how can I then now take it and put it into the world in a way that is helpful? Mm-hmm. With grace. With grace. Yeah. I feel like that's important for our listeners to hear is like it it's not like something just happened to you it doesn't mean go make art about it maybe you can maybe that's what you do in your journal maybe that's um all the writing that doesn't need to be heard because there's a responsibility we have when we do release it out into the world absolutely and for that you know I love and that's a book that really changed my life Julia Cameron's you know the artist way Uh, yes so do those morning pages um that I actually tell my students um, you know, every morning, a stream of consciousness, that's great when you're growing. I mean, they're great anytime in life, but anytime you're growing, going through kind of those seasons in your life where there's a lot of change or turbulence, those morning pages are magic. And, you know, that's what I also believe so much in the process. You know, when I mentor our writers and poets, you know, sometimes we want to, we're so eager to put things into the world too, you know? And people just want to hold the book. They want to mm-hmm. see the painting in the museum, you know. And I always say the beauty, you know, we can honor the process mm-hmm. and really trust it. Um, that's the beauty of it, right? It has to be, uh, like you say, you have to go yourself as the artist or creator, go through this process of whatever you're going through to create this, you know, this gift that you want to give to the world from a beautiful place, right? Um, so the process, I think, is magical in so many ways. And I think for writers, especially, is like, as you're writing it, you're also doing your, your own healing. So that's why it's like art. Seriously, what will the wor- world be without <laughs> art? <laughs> I don't know what I'll be. I'll tell oh you my that. Goodness. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So there are those that are sitting at home, Davina, and they're curious or maybe something a little bit more stronger than that, like fearful or overwhelmed. 
and they're not sure where to start, where to start with their own creative process or how to start with their own healing. And I know you've been through a lot. You've done a lot of work. What can you leave with our listeners as far as one micro movement that they can start with? I'm big on solitude. (laughs) I believe that some of us or some people or different times in our lives, we may be escaping from ourselves, right? With all the million of things that are in the world, right? Social media, TV, family, drama, whatever you want to call it. Um, There are a million distractions to escape from ourselves. So I would say solitude. If you can introduce some solo time in your life, and I know for people that have children, that's a little, you know, more difficult. I don't have children, so I have the luxury of time. Um, But I think solitude in nature and journaling are such powerful tools and are free. I always tell people this is free. Literally, Mm -hmm. wherever you are in the world, find your local park. I'm just telling you, I'm, to, I'm not telling you like anything fancy. If that's where you mm-hmm. can begin today, mm-hmm. go out the door to your local park, put if you want some headphones, if it's loud, with a classical music, something instrumental, put a little backpack on with a journal and a pen, literally free. You can bring your water bottle if you don't want to buy a coffee outside. And having these moments of solitude and radical honesty with yourself. I think are priceless and they will begin to show you if you do it with frequency, what your soul really wants to express in this world. Right. And from there, it could be, you know, that little dream business you've been kind of pondering about, but you're like, eh. um, it could be a book. <laughs> it could be a work of art, whatever that expression of your soul or your heart wants to be in this world. So I will start with that free and available to all of us. Um, That would be my recommendation. Mm, You don't even need electricity. You don't need an app. You don't need to download anything. Just you, some nature and a pen. I love that. Mm -hmm. So can I tell the truth about something in this moment? Oh my goodness. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> so before we started pushing record, someone on this call said, as soon as this call is over, I need to rest. I just really, really, really need to rest. So honoring that, I'm going to close this. I'm going to close this recording. Where can people find you? <laughs> uh, people can find me on Instagram. I'm pretty active there at Davi F. Alegria, and that's D A V S in Victor I F Alegria, which is A L E G R I A, and pretty active there. So I'm sure we'll find each other. Thank you. And we'll make sure that is linked in the show notes. Yeah, we will. Davina, it was such a pleasure to meet you, and thank you for this wonderful conversation. No, wow. thank you guys so much. And I'm loving my book, Rest. Hi, Joseph Bennett. I am loving it because it does have that component of exactly what I just shared. You're Mm. reading something beautiful, enlightening for your soul, and also has the journaling element. So thank you so much. I am loving, loving, loving your book and everyone that is into 
rest and mindful creation, definitely should get it. Thank you. Mm. Thanks for being here, listener. We will see and connect with you next week. Bye. Bye. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of Are You Waiting for Permission? If you like what you heard, please like, comment, subscribe, and leave us a review. We would sure appreciate it. Also, we want to give a special shout out to Amy Shelley and Gary Grandi of High Fiction for letting us use their music in this podcast. All right, my friends, until next week. Bye.